Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Now for our story. Tonight at Aunt Mary Lane's farm, the hum of low voices can be heard from the semi-darkness of the front porch where Aunt Mary and her old friend and helper, Lefty Larkin, are enjoying the cool of the evening. Well, Lefty, I'm afraid we won't be able to sit out here much longer after supper. Pretty soon the nights will be getting too chilly. Yeah. But you know how you are, Aunt Mary. You're a regular Eskimo. The way you bundle up sometimes and come out, even when you can see your breath practically turning into icicles. What an exaggeration, Lefty. <laughs> the newspaper man in me. I should think it was. Anyway, I guess I'm as much of a fresh air fiend as you are. Mm-hmm. That's why Peggy always has such a struggle getting you into town to see a picture. Well, darn it, those places are always so stuffy. If they'd put air conditioning in it, the Bijou wouldn't mind. Anyway, I'd trade most of those Hollywood productions for a good book any day. I don't know, Lefty. I rather like to see a movie once in a while. Especially the musicals. All the young people sing, dancing. Well, Aunt Mary, looks as if you'll have a chance to see our own young people singing and dancing pretty soon when this fancy supper club thing of Bell Shipley's open. And there was something in the paper tonight about it. Yes, sir. Well, I didn't see it. When did Lily plan to get it started, Lefty? This next weekend, apparently. <laughs> you know what they've named it? No. The supper club? Well, that's what they've been calling us. But it does make a nice name. Friendly, intimate sounding. Yeah. All I say is I hope Wakefield will be friendly to it. Well, shouldn't they be? There's a real need for a place like that. A real need. I know you always thought so, Aunt Mary. But I just wonder if it'll get enough business from the local folks to make it pay. Why shouldn't it? Well, people around here aren't used to that sort of thing. They're liable to fight shy of it. I don't know, Lefty. Well, Shipley's nobody's fool. You must know if it has a chance in a town this size. I confess I don't know for sure, but I'm sure Belle does. Yeah, you're right about Belle's being a smart businesswoman. I guess she wouldn't think her dough on anything like that. And it didn't show some hope of paying off. Well, it isn't just that with Belle. She knows how I had my heart set on getting a place for the youngsters to go. She won't make any money on them. She only intends to charge them 75 cents a couple. Hmm. And she's trying to make her profits on the grown-ups, huh? That's right. Although, to tell you the truth, I believe Belle will be satisfied just to make expenses. At least uh, for the first six months or so. And I certainly hope she does. That must be Peggy and Belle. Mm-hmm. Good night, Belle. Tomorrow. Peggy certainly sounds happy. I feel that she's been in a long time. Yeah. Hello, dear. Did you have a nice time? Oh, wonderful, Aunt Mary. And I suppose the bijou was as smelly as ever. Oh, Lefty, what a way to talk. <laughs> well, it was a good show anyway. And Tyler and Mario decided to with us. That was nice. Wasn't it? You four seem to be getting along fine. Mm-hmm. Mario's a very strange boy, though, Aunt Mary. How do you mean, dear? I know he can be very charming sometimes. Yes, but he's so moody. You never know what mood he's going to be in. Mood. 
I don't like moody people myself. Is Mario moody tonight, dear? Well, in a way. You know, when we had dinner there the other night, Mario was a lot of fun after the first few minutes. He was laughing and joking and having a great time. You could tell he's just crazy about Bill. I understand he's pretty crazy about his wife, too. Oh, he is. He just worships her. But what about tonight? Well, he was sort of quiet. Didn't say much. And he kept watching Carla all the time. Watching her? How do you mean? Oh, I don't know exactly. Maybe I'm imagining it because of that trouble we had last week. But it is sort of a strange situation. I don't get you. What trouble? I haven't heard about anything happening. Well, there's really nothing much to it, Lefty. It's all so, so vague. But it seems that there was a silly rumor going around about Bill and Carla Disguise. What? Of all the fool things, that's silly. Of course it's silly, Lefty. But Bill and I both heard of it separate times. And apparently Mario heard it, too. Well, of course you can't blame him for taking it more seriously than we did. Naturally, we knew there wasn't any truth in it. Ah, small-town gossip. And if the scary had any sense, he'd know there wasn't any truth to it, too. Well, he does now. It was just that one day that he acted so rude. The day Bill and I told him we were going to be married. Of course, we didn't know what to think. And then the next day, Carla came over to see Aunt Mary. Aunt Mary said she could tell that Carla was upset about something. Mm-hmm. And she finally came out with it. She was afraid Mario had hurt Bill's feelings. And Peggy, too. I don't wonder. Anyway, she had what seemed to me to be a very sensible idea. She wanted Bill and Peggy to go over to their place for dinner. I know she felt that if they all got together, had a good time, Mario would realize how foolish it was to believe any malicious story you may have heard. Well, I don't know as I'd have gone if I'd been Peggy and Bill. Not unless Mario apologized first. Well, he didn't feel much like it, considering the way Mario had acted. And I don't blame him. Well, I don't. Well, anyway, the next day I saw Mario and we had a little talk. And I believe he realized how foolish it was of him to doubt Carly even for a minute. And you know, once he admitted that, he was like a different person. So, to see that Mary, we went over there. He had a wonderful time, too. But tonight, Mary was sort of gloomy again. Well, I guess it's just that he's moody. They left right after the show, but Bill and I stopped him to get something to eat. Oh, which reminds me, we've got the plans for our house all drawn. You have, dear? Uh-huh. Oh, when did this happen? Tonight, we started drawing them on the tablecloth. The tablecloth? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the artists are always doing in Paris. At <laughs> in books. Oh. <laughs> but then we realized we couldn't take the tablecloth home, so we transferred them to the paper napkin. Mm. I must say that was very sensible of you. Wasn't it? We had a lot of fun. That sounds riotous. Now, let's see. <laughs> okay, I'm very happy to it. You bet. It. <laughs> well, when did the carpenters get to work on this great project, Peggy? Oh, not for months and months, maybe. You see, Bill wants to wait until he has quite a bit of money saved up ahead. And then we want to get the house all built and finished and everything first. Start out all new. That's a good idea, Peggy. It never hurts to plan things out carefully. Yeah. And speaking of plans, Peggy. Before I'd start putting that house up, if I were you and Bill, I'd hand those fancy paper napkin plans over to a reliable architect. <laughs> Bill may know his way around so far as loans and agriculture go, but what he doesn't know about stresses and strains would probably fill a couple of books. Well, of course we'll have real plans drawn up before we start, Lefty. Well, you never can tell what love will do. Oh, you. Goodness, we aren't that done. Well, 
think I'll go in. I'm all tired. Good night, Aunt Mary. Night, Lefty. Good night, dear. Sleep well. Good night. I don't think she heard you, Lefty. Oh, well. Something wrong, Lefty? No, Aunt Mary. Wouldn't you be cheerful and happy lately? Making plans with Bill. Looking forward to a new life. Yeah. I know she's looking forward to it. And that's what gives me a little chill every once in a while. I hate to have her disappointed. Do you think there's any reason she will be? I wonder. But I know, Aunt Mary. Trouble with me is I have a memory like an elephant. Not that I hold it against Bill, but I can't help feeling that boy's bad news for Peggy. He has been in the past, and he probably will be in the future. That's ridiculous. Well, I've got a theory that some people draw bad luck like a magnet draws nails. I'm very much afraid Bill needs one of them. Now, take this to scary thing. But, Leslie, surely you don't really believe there's anything in that story. No, of course I don't. I know that Bill's in love with Peggy. I also know he wouldn't look at another girl. And I believe he's honorable enough so that if he did, he wouldn't take on a married woman, a wife of a friend of his. I should hope so. And yet, well, it seems as if trouble just naturally seeks that guy out. And if Peggy's around him, it'll touch her, too. That's what bothers me, Aunt Mary. Look at it this way. It's hard enough to understand how a story like that gets started in the first place. But if it does, why does Bill's name have to be mixed up in it? Why not Joe Blow instead? That's what I don't get. Why is Bill always in the center of whatever bad luck happens to be around? There's an answer to that, Lefty. A very simple answer. The reason why bad luck seems to dog Bill need is that his ex-father-in-law, Ben Calvert, has always been at the bottom of it. It's Ben in his hatred who is plotting to destroy... Not only the happiness of Bill and Peggy, but of Mario and Carla Descari as well. 